Today's episode is sponsored by Brooklet Games. Go to patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games for a new zine every month. Coming soon, Gabico. Four-story, 33-room fortress to explore. Three interconnected faction. Dungeon procedural with gravitational disruption. Seven distinct fey goblins. Eleven creature bestiary. 28 NPCs with dispositions, appearance, story, and desires. Much more. Go today to patreon.com backslash Brooklet Games. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined by my guest today, Casey Christofferson. Welcome. Hey, thanks, Logar. I appreciate being back. It's good to have you back. Now, you got a bunch of stuff that's going to be coming out here soon. Is that correct? Yeah, we have a lot dropping in uh, July. It'll be running, all of our uh, programs will be running through uh, early August, at least. So first up, is going to be a fungus god from outer space which is a spiritual sequel to uh the adventure in cephalon gorgers on the moon which i wrote a few years back i'm gonna have to run that here soon so i can run the both out because i want to use fungus ones i like the fungus god thing <laughs> yeah 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 these are all these are all weird weird space weird uh horror weird fantasy you know swords and wizardry type stuff a real you know what works for that is is our current campaign. We're kind of going. It looks like we're going to kind of go in some of those directions. So I'm hoping that that comes out here quicker than than sooner than later, so I can yeah. throw them in there and have them fight a fungus god. <laughs> yeah, this is all that Azatoth, uh, you know, strange weirdness from outer space, color out of space. That kind yeah, of, that that'll that be fun. I'm excited. It'll be yeah. some weird stuff. And and I took it in a different direction. I've taken both of them. Uh, Encephalon Gorgers. One of the things people really enjoyed about that is the the cats there's like these interesting cats that uh kind of lead you to the portal to get to the moon so here's the tell me about those cats because have you heard about our cats in our campaign i have not no <laughs> tell me about the cats again okay I'm well they're uh they're uh the uh good luck cats from the uh the golden cat is the template from yeah. uh toma horrors okay so they, they give people like special bonuses and re-rolls and things like that which comes in really handy when uh, there are uh, intellect devourers running all over the place, jumping inside of people's heads and then exploding their skulls. Yeah, that's an uncomfortable getting thing an to happen. Saving, yeah, getting an extra saving throw when that's about to happen to you is pretty, pretty crucial. I think uh, they've but, been doing uh, that on the boys. We've been watching the boys. <laughs> all head popping right there. So uh, the, uh, it's, uh, the, the one cat is a uh, potato uh, because uh, she lays around and then the other one's Mr. Frisker's. And uh, Mr. Friskers is trying to uh, rescue his friend Potato from the uh, intellect of ours at the beginning of that adventure, which leads you to the moon, which leads you to a crystal machine that is operated by encephalon gorgers, which, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, trademark, copyright, all of that good stuff. But they're, uh, they're basically uh, psychic monsters from beyond. Okay. I like In that. The, That's cool. Other dimensions. They've got this base on the moon. They're using these gates to... Uh, basically transport back and forth from the moon to uh to the planet <laughs> so in the first one in in encephalon gorgers there's a pretty good chance if the party survives that they've destroyed the uh crystal machine well destroying the crystal machine triggers a sound wave through space and time that attracts the fungus god from outer space so the fungus god is among us <laughs> and he's come and explore and find out what's going on because there's a colony of his spores that's already living on the moon that you can encounter in cephalon gorgers on the moon but he misses the moonshot and ends up 
crashing into the into the planet itself where all of a sudden a fungus forest springs up and it starts <laughs> to devour and rot the land away beneath it and and the in the side trick with the uh with the uh, fungus god from outer space storyline is that it's crashed this forest has sprung up but it's also destroyed a hobgoblin town oh no and they're not happy and they control a good chunk of this uh this uh, plains area where it, where it <laughs> crashed and you have to decide if you want to be friends with the hobgoblins or if they're going to force you into doing the thing or if you want to avoid them altogether. There's also uh, centaurs and uh, we have a really cool thing. It's all it's all Lost Lands kind of tied in. To, hey, I like uh, that stuff. stuff. The world of the Lost Lands. I, I've, I've run some Lost Land stuff. I really enjoyed what I've run of it. it it's some cool stuff. <laughs> yep. So there's a lot of cool characters you can meet. And, and one of the things that has been... Uh, really forefront on my mind is not just the rolling the dice and murder and things because I give you plenty of opportunity to do that yeah I like creating interesting characters that your players have to play with if you don't play with them things you're going to miss out you're going to miss part of the adventure you might need to talk to the bad guys to find out what's going on maybe there's a worse guy yeah maybe there's a 400 foot by 300 foot kaiju mushroom that is <laughs> leaping in your neighborhood and is you know within 50 miles of walking into one of your towns and smashing it to pieces you know <laughs> so uh it's it's a lot of crazy stuff um part of the i have to give credit to uh scott green uh he was a longtime collaborator and partner of mine at uh, necromancer games when we were writing some horrors books and things of that nature yeah and uh he was like, I want to do an adventure in a giant mushroom sometime. <laughs> and it's like, that's been percolating in my head. And then I'm like, you know, I wrote this. Uh, and I actually intend to write more of these uh, these uh, cosmic fantasy adventures. I have another one that's up here in part of it's gotten down to words. And I maybe next year, the year after that, the, the third one in this uh, saga will come out. But I'm pretty excited. This one's going to be running from uh, mid-July to uh, early mid-August. Okay. And uh, there is a, a video that I sent you that hopefully you can put on the links for us. Yeah, uh, we'll link to the about, video. It's a little yeah. a little trailer video that's pretty well done. At, yeah. We'll have it down there. And this awesome. is going to be available for old school essentials? Uh, it's going to be one of the old school games. Mm -hmm. uh, it might just be OS X generic, right? Okay. Uh, it's going to be available for fifth edition. And uh, this is the first one which is officially going to launch with Castles and Crusades. Oh, so Crusades. I and might start picking up some Castles and Crusades copies and of Lost Lands stuff because I last... ran, I ran my Lost Lands campaign with Castles and Crusades. Yeah. So, so I'm excited about that idea. So <laughs> happens that the last time we talked, I mentioned this to both uh, uh, Stephen Chenault and uh, Zach Glazer, and they were like, "That is a capital idea. We should we should do products together." And <laughs> so uh, we're going to be using their rule set and secret but it won't be a secret when it comes out because you'll already know the advertising will tell you that uh we're going to be re-releasing encephalon gorgers on the moon with fungus god from outer space is one of the options for people to get on uh, indiegogo okay i've got one question because the last time i was on you said man you're killing us with all of these books coming out all the time <laughs> we want to get you more value added if you didn't pick up encephalon gorgers the first time you'll be able to pick it up this time with fungus god from outer space and you'll be able to get it into the game system of your choice. You'll be able to get it as Castles and Crusades, Old School, or 5th Edition. So here's my question about the Encephalon Gorgers reprint. Yeah. Now, I'm assuming the last things I've got from uh, Frog God when I mm -hmm. ordered the Old School versions, they're putting them in the zine format 
now yeah. is that still uh, is that that unfortunately due to the uh that that would be our plan okay that's, i'm questioning is it going to be the same encephalon gorges that i have or is it going to be a smaller one because it's a smaller one i'm gonna have to grab it the same size so if you've already got it you don't need it uh what, what happened was it's the same thing that's happening to everybody else it's the shortage of paper shortage yes. of shipping issues and stuff like that so those uh those small format zines although they're still um economically viable for a lot of small independent publishers who are putting stuff out yeah. uh, for, for us the cost per unit went up more than the value of just doing it at full size okay so it's it's, it's like i was the one who was really championing the <laughs> size they all fit in the the, the wizard box sorts of yeah i'm a fan of that i'm a fan of the zine size stuff and and I'm not gonna lie i've been like we've been trying to get it's easier to store and yeah. it's easier to sit down and read on the couch sometimes because yeah, yeah. it's not as big <laughs> but the, the other issue with those books is because uh we'd be shrinking the size down it would double the page count yeah and then doubling the page count means we're not saving any money and you're actually it's costing our end user more than it should. So, yeah. so yeah. all right. So now I was gonna, I was gonna go back to what you were talking about with the adventure because mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm picturing me running this yeah. and how I'm gonna put this to my table. Yeah. Um, because that's you know I'm, I'm a DM and I want <laughs> want cool adventures for my table, and we sat down and did a castles and crusades uh session where we before we even roll up characters we did a collaborative world building game and the players made our world for us now they made the world they're in but i'm planning on doing like interplanar stuff and things like that and ideas of stuff like a mushroom god coming in from from like the old one type thing is brilliant for this campaign. It's going to be fun. But with, what they did was uh, when they made the world, they made a the, one of the elf things about the world they made is the cats are not cats like we have. They're anthropomorphized. Okay. So they're like little. So they're like I just use goblin stats for cats, and they're all over the place. <laughs> well, interestingly, interestingly enough, my other company <laughs> that I own independently has a a book that's called uh, the uh, um, Cat Apocalypse Meow because we were having fun. We wrote it during the pandemic, but it's all serious. It's all mm -hmm. serious stuff. Serious rules. Stuff you can use at your table right now, a couple of adventure hooks, a uh, mm -hmm. couple of uh, things like that. But uh, it's actually four swords and wizardry rules. And I like that sword and wizardry. Re releasing it in August when they have Zine Quest for fifth edition. So excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you got a Zine Quest going on. I got on a too. Zine Quest I'm going to be doing. I'm August. excited about that. I, yeah. Like, we'll see what happens. Oh, I'm going to have, oh, I need some money for Zine Quest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. What do you think I'm writing all these books for these guys? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a couple extra days so I can uh so I can uh afford some zine quests. <laughs> That's what the situation is. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, do we need that pizza this week or do I need four books? You know, no, I need but... books, I need books, I need books. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> Domino's, you can get those like $5.99 pizzas for the kids and just buy two of them for 12 bucks and you're good for the night. <laughs> and then you got books. Then you got books. Yeah, man. So yeah, that, that one's going to go uh, Capocalypse Meow from uh, DBR, which is Dirty Bob's Roadhouse. People who played Castles and Crusades are familiar with that from Haunted Highlands. That's my imprint. Uh, oh, and I talked to uh, Stephen Chenault the other day from uh, uh, Troll Lord Games, and he's like, hey, Daddy-O, 
we're gonna redo Haunted Highlands and, oh, and no, shut up. as a box yeah, set. No. So that's the plan. It's that's gonna be a plan. Haunted Highlands box set. I've got yeah. I've got the player's guide and the castle keeper's yeah. guide over there. It'll be it'll be more or less the same material. We might add some new stuff. It'll be that's organized good. a little bit more efficiently so it's easier for people to break out. You know, I'm I'm excited to see what yeah. format this take. I like those. I mean, I, I've got quite a few of those Castles and Crusades box sets up there too. The least, the uh, most yeah. recent nice I got. Job. The most recent nice I job. got is that NPC Codex box set. Uh, I don't know, or the NPC Almanac one. And I don't mm -hmm. know if you can buy it with the box on the side or if it's just the individual books. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it's a cool box. Cat Catpocalypse has the uh, playable character race, the Catkin. So it has the stats and the. Uh, <laughs> uh, double adjustments for playing as a, a cat person a little like hobbit sized cat people yeah yeah that's i mean that's pretty much what we yeah. have in our world it's it, it's cnc so that's yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all usable yeah so absolutely we're, we're we're pretty excited about that that particular uh thing is just my family company the dirty bobs roadhouse it's my wife my daughter and i we do all the work we do all of the illustration we do all the writing we do all the editing i i did hire uh uh, Levi Combs's layout, uh, Tracy Steele, she she did the layout for me, and it's pretty pretty fantastic. So, yeah, we're we're excited about that. I got, I guess I'm having a pretty busy summer when I think about it. That sounds like a productive. That, that productive. brings me to the next thing. I got to art direct uh, Whisper and Venom, which uh, that was lesser known. That was their first publication ten years ago. It's uh, now being released for a uh, fifth edition and old school essentials, another game system everyone loves. Yay! Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's coming out in um, also in July. So I can't give you the firm date on that, but it'll be it'll start sometime mid July and sometime uh, early August. And uh, that one's uh, going to be a hardback with a big map. Uh, the artwork in it is uh, fantastic. We got some great people. We got. Uh, Mike Syragos, he does a lot of work. He did work for Fungus God and Encephalon Gorgers. We have uh, Adrian Landeros. Uh, he did work for both Fungus God and Whisper and Venom. I uh, Sid Quaid. Sid Quaid, uh, that's one of the things rolling back to Fungus God. The black and white artwork that people see when they see this video, uh, the, the video link I sent, uh, the, or the stuff that's going to be in the promotions. The black and white art is all by a dude named Sid Quaid up in Kansas City. Sid is awesome. He's going to be super famous this this guy does comics and uh but his black and white he's gonna be he's gonna be big with the old school community is it's just amazing it's uh his black and white his ink work he did work in swords and wizardry box set which nobody has seen because everyone bought the swords and wizardry box set nobody's opened it because <laughs> if they had the swords and wizardry box and the yeah. On the, oh, I opened mine right away. Yeah, I had yeah, to get yeah. into those. He, he did the he did a lot of the cool pieces in there that are really black and white. Yeah, like, there's some uh, good stuff in there. Yeah, so Sid Sid's good. He's doing. Uh, he did some work in uh, Dwarven uh, Fiasco. Mm -hmm. uh, he did a lot of the uh, comic strip looking things that are kind of our uh, homage to the old ones from the Player's Handbook and Dungeon Master's Guide. Oh yeah, who did? Uh, let me ask this: Who did the cover, uh, like the box art, the cover art for that Swords and Wizardry box set? Because that's okay. That's uh, Mike Sirgos, and I say his name different every time because he tells me how to pronounce it differently every time, and that's our little joke. So, <laughs> but uh, Mike Sirgos, he did the uh, Swords and Wizardry box cover. He also did the cover for Fungus God from Outer Space. It reminds me of like Richard Corbett or something. It's kind of yes. cool. I like yeah, his stuff. Yeah, and you know, the <laughs> wild thing about that is I was this this is kind of like a I don't know, it's not a it's a bummer, but it's like a it is what it is. 
I was actually looking to contact Corbin and yeah, I, I got online to contact him to see if he was available because he's literally right up next to Kansas City Art Institute, three and a half hours from where I live. He's been known to come down to this area from time to time and sign books. He did when he was in his 50s. He was, you know, much older, his 30s, yeah. later, well, whatever. But uh, the day I go to look at him, look him up to see if he's available to hire, try and find any agent or any, any you know, information for uh, hiring him was the day he, <laughs> they announced his passing. Oh, so it, and, yeah. And I do want to I do also want to mention that uh, I want to thank the gaming community. Uh, they they really stepped up. We lost uh, a few weeks ago. We lost Terry Pavlet. Yes, who worked with everybody. He worked with Wizards of the Coast, DC, Marvel. Uh, he he worked for Chaosium, Frog God, Necromancer Games, Goodman Games, and the gaming community stepped up. His family needed uh, eight thousand seven eight thousand dollars to burial expenses and medical expenses, and uh, they surpassed that goal within four days we oh, got wow. him taken care of we took care of his family yeah i saw that going around when that was uh not that long ago that's uh yeah, that's unfortunate it was, yeah it was a sudden tragedy and uh he's gonna be missed by a lot of people because nobody in the business worked as fast as that guy when he wanted to get it done and he was on his game you tell him you needed the picture and you had it the next day done ready to go ready to print and there's very few people in the uh in the in the art world that have that kind of speed have that kind of uh, skill and can capture what you want so like i said he's gonna be missed he really is but thanks for letting me put that in there so whispering venom whisper and venom has a cover by tuan fam uh i don't have the artwork for that but i will send it to you okay and uh so that you can uh, get a look at that and it's got a lot of great artwork from a lot of great people uh, i've got quentin sobruyard he's uh from france he's he's a uh, just super awesome talented i have a piece in there by uh Man, there's so many, so many good pieces um, in that in that book. I got to art direct it. It's nice. It's also a low level campaign, which there aren't a lot of low level campaigns come out. So Whisper and Venom has that uh, cachet of being able to take care of first to fifth level characters and give them a pretty solid challenge. And there's a lot of role play. There's a lot of really cool characters involved in it that you can uh, little little give you missions or give you grief. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's it's pretty. It's, we're pretty excited, and like I said, partnering up with Old School Essentials is is a really big deal. Just like partnering up with Castles and Crusades, you know, we've been friends with most of these guys forever, and it just makes good sense to, you know, partner up in any way we can to help them push their stuff and for us to sell stuff that people want to play. You know. Yeah. No, I'll tell you what. Uh, since I got your ear. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the last time you talked to me, some things changed. So uh, since I got your ear, I'll tell you one thing that I, uh, that I, I would, I'll just put out there. If I was going to be on, if I was going to be scrolling through a Kickstarter and I was like, oh man, I got to spend $300 on this. <laughs> I got to spend $200 on this. What I would drop a little money on would be if, you, if there was a Castles and Crusades and OSE uh maybe even both in one ose and castles mm. and crusades or two different yeah. options of rapping after i'd be like oh man <laughs> I, gotta get, I gotta get that <laughs> we'll, Just say, we'll see how long that takes to get done because uh you know how big rapping after is yeah so, oh i uh, do i i do i know 400 and some pages so uh conversion may take a while but i have a feeling that something in that situation is going to happen i'll just put it that way a cnc version would be 
really cool. <laughs> oh yeah, well there there's talk of some of I can't I can't go into what all products, but there are several products in our line that they're talking about converting over to uh, castles and crusades. Oh, we want to okay. see how this goes. So hopefully this blows up big and uh, and Cephalon Gorgers and uh, Fungus God from Outer Space uh, double feature does really well with the mm -hmm. uh, CNC. And if it does, then we're definitely going to see an uptick in uh, releases there because- uh, Yeah, I'm a fan of the CNCs though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like, I, I have in the last decade or so, what I've accumulated, like I've got, two boxes over there of those magazine sized boxes. No, I got probably three of them are two and a half of them are just like swords and wizardry from frog God and castles mm -hmm. and crusades. They're modules. They've been some of my favorite modules. I've yeah, been for a while. So great adventures, man. And, and I, that's what I ran my campaign, my lost lands campaign with CNC. So I like that. <laughs> <laughs> i like that idea I'm gonna, I'm gonna... I, I just i just love everything about the uh how the challenges scale up in castles yes. and crusades how you can play all the way to 20th level and everything is still going to be a challenge because you can you can face stuff that is dire at the time and here's the thing too about castles and crusades is i like a really like like bx type of game mm -hmm. but castles and crusades does kind of appeal to a lot of modern gamers who aren't as into that and people have just recently much, got into it like yeah. fifth edition you can add as much or take away as much as you want to and still play the same game. Yeah. You know, you can add as many little special abilities and, and little features to your character that gets them tweaked to the way you want your character to be without being broken yeah. when it comes to an encounter with other people. Yeah, if you want to put in some kind of feats or skills and stuff like that, it's easy to add and take away from. Like, I put BX stuff into it. Like, yeah. I run it very BX-oriented when yeah. I run it. Yeah, it's it's definitely like I said, I I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, I was uh, they always teased me that I was I'm like way ahead of my time when it comes to a lot of this stuff because all the things I was doing like 15, 18 years ago are all <laughs> suddenly like really popular right now, and I'm like I'm, I'm still here doing the same. So, so I remember being at, I told Steve, you know, I remember being at uh, conventions, you know, hawking uh, work for uh, Necro and Troll Lords, you know. And everybody's like, oh, no, I don't want to have anything to do with that because I'm busy over here in my third edition or my 3.5 campaign or uh, <laughs> what was uh, the RPGA thing. And I watched some guy pay $500 for a postcard that had a magic item printed on it, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, very good, you know, and, and I'd, I'd never been exposed to that kind of and I'm over here with like five people who are like, yeah, I don't want to, I want to try a different game, you know, and those are the five people I end up at this convention playing with all weekend, but you know, those five people that I played with uh, 18 years ago, they all went out and bought every version of the player's handbook that's ever come out, and they're like disciples of the faith, and they're out there, Castles and Crusades is great, and people are like, I don't want to do it, and now, what is it, 15 years later, all of that stuff that I was really into and really excited about and trying to get people excited about, they're like, yeah, man, this is the jam. This stuff is really cool. So all your old school stuff and all your, you know, is now come back around again. Same thing with like the kind of adventures that I've always written. I've always written things that were kind of a cosmic horror fantasy yeah. fusion, you know, and just like the kind of weird, creepy, dark stuff. And it's like, everybody else is doing the weird creepy you know dark stuff. <laughs> i'm still here I'm still. so but it's fun and, I, and it's like i like watching this and i like watching these guys uh, succeed and i like watching all of this cool content come out it's a great time to be a gamer yeah you know? there's a lot of good stuff that has been coming out i'm excited about 
what we're going to be getting here, especially with the zine quest and stuff like that yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah. I'm curious to see what you got coming out there. I'm going to have, I'm definitely there's, there's checking that. Crazy cool <laughs> stuff. There's also going to be a lot of cease and desist letters going out there into the world. So let's see. Oh no. Well, not, not against, you know, anybody in particular. I'm just saying, you know, people get an idea and they want to put up a zine and they want to do yeah. a cool book and it's their thing and they accidentally stomp on some IP rights and stuff. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're like, oh, I'm funded. And it's like, oh, I have to give oh. my money back because I used the I used the MF word in a sentence. In the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping for the best for everybody. I think it's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of cool zines come out. I mean, look, isn't that where Morkborg and all of that stuff came from? Uh, Morkborg, I'm not sure if it was, well, Morkborg was a little weird zine at first. And yeah. then like freely sure put out a bigger, Quest, but no, it wasn't it, Zine Quest. But I, I got a copy of it. They put out a reprint of the little zine with one of the Morkborg hmm. zines they put out. But honestly, I haven't had time to even go through that thing. Yeah. I just looked at so many zines. I know, I know like 90% <laughs> of the zine quest stuff that comes out is going to be compatible with Morkborg when it comes out. So that's Yeah, there's cool. a lot of Morkborg stuff that's been yeah. coming out over there. And I, I've picked up some of it. I, I don't know if I can keep up with the Morkborg side of things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's constantly something else. Every now and then I'll snap like, yeah, I could work for my game. So like the like the bog crawl record we used that for uh i pulled that out for some ideas for running through this bog we're going through now and right. that was pretty useful stuff and you got a cool little record with it so that was a helpful run uh i have yet to run morkborg as it is but i've been pulling from like philip reed put some stuff out mm -hmm. for it and i grabbed some of those adventures and some of his stuff like that so yeah there's a few good things coming out from the morkborg area i just don't know if i can keep up with all that yeah there's a lot of big ones there that i've missed out i was like yeah i can't if you follow that that's kind of like that's consuming <laughs> i'm digging the death dealer poster you got there too by the way that's oh yeah amazing. you know when we had the other game room i thought you know if i'm gonna have a game room i'm gonna have to have death dealer on the wall <laughs> i have uh i have uh the conan poster in my office yes yes i have the sword poster with uh, guitar <laughs> picks from the sword. <laughs> That's great. I uh, got one of my artists, uh, CJ, uh, did, did the, uh, Pennywise for me. Yeah, and then I've got a little, doo -doo -doo little, yeah. Oh, and you got Thor up there. I I love Thor. <laughs> oh yeah, and that one's uh, that one's a uh, uh, Jeff Easley. Yeah, I get I got that from Jeff Easley. He's man, what a sweet guy. Wow, what a great great guy. I actually missed him this year at North Texas. Which once again, I'm going to put a plug out for North Texas RPG Con. Uh, anybody gets a chance to uh, head to the Dallas Fort Worth area the first weekend of June every year, go to that con, play old school games, play new games, hang out, meet some great people who are like totally professional gamers. I love running my prospective new adventures at North Texas because there are people who get in an airplane and fly specifically to these conventions to play games with the developers that's mm -hmm. fine but you're talking these are you know these people who are professional dungeon masters mm -hmm. these, these folks are professional gamers they come to play they are there to play and they think through things differently than other people would uh and it keeps me as a game master on my toes <laughs> and i'll go back and i keep notes during those sessions and i will go back and rewrite adventures to make them better based on the stuff that i get from people who are there to play you know what i mean yeah uh, yeah it's a it's a great con it's a very family vibe to it everybody who goes there feels like they're you know i mean we're part of a small community mm -hmm. uh yeah it's pretty great so people get a chance to get out there to that one 
please go and have the time of your life. I, I'm going to have to try to make my way down there at some point in time. I, I'll be honest. I have never been to a physical convention. Oh, man. I've uh, never. The only conventions I've been to are home and home and garden shows. I had to work. when I was <laughs> it's, it's a lot like that. It's, it's, it's funny. People get mad when I also describe parts of the uh, RPG. Is the home and garden industry show has been kind of a lot like scrapbooking a lot like what scrapbooking <laughs> yeah because you know the, the the ladies used to get together and have a scrap where they'd all bring all their gear and make pages and stuff like that yeah. we're doing the same thing we're slapping fantasy art on pages with cool words and yeah. stuff like that and trying to get other people <laughs> to, to buy our product you know it's, it's yep pretty very much similar, very similar to a home and garden show <laughs> quite honest yeah well, we're running up on time. I think we've gone yes, over time a bit. Could you tell the listeners where they can find you online and uh, where they can where they'll be able to find all of this coming up? Okay, uh, necromancergames.com, broadguidegames.com, all goes to the same place. Uh, for me personally, if you want to get info on uh, what I'm about, what I'm working on, because I always share all my stuff. Yeah, uh, check that out. It's Dirty Bob's Roadhouse page on. Uh, Facebook is a good place to start and let me double check my Instagram because I'm actually becoming a little bit more. And what um, was, I, I need to, I need to figure out how to work Instagram. I'm, I'm old, I'm old man in it right now. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm like, it's over my head. I'll go on there. It's, been, it's, like, it's, it's been a, it's been a challenge, but uh, let me see. Where am I? At? Here, when we're done recording here uh, too, I want to send you my, uh, my Instagram so you can see it and appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> right i'm with you i'm with you I'm, I'm i'm not i'm like so out of it i don't even know how to find my the name of my thing i, I believe it's at bow or son of Baub. we'll we'll try to throw a link in there yeah. you you'll, we'll you might have to send me the link up. so i can copy and paste it because i haven't figured out how to send share a link from instagram is confusing <laughs> yeah it, it is a little bit different and that we just showed our age real bad right here. Yeah, so i'm yeah. an old man <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get that instagram up there and uh my uh dirty bob's roadhouse page a lot of the same stuff goes on on both of those pages and uh those are the best places to find me like i said uh Check out trolllord.com, check out frogguy.com. Uh, you know, go go look at all my friends. Get ready for uh the uh Catpocalypse Meow fifth edition, get ready for Whisper and Venom in July, get ready for Encephalon Gorgers on the Moon, plus the brand new, never before published fungus god from outer space for castles and crusades, old school rules, and fifth edition. I'm pretty, pretty stoked about all of that. Thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you, Louie. I appreciate it. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. If you can afford it, please go there and give us some support. We can really use the support. And as always, keep those dice rolling. <laughs>